Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Four bells. Four bells in all's daft and dull. That's what I say it is. Someone's near fond of the first watch, eh? No honest man should be. Only fit for ghouls and ghosts. Oh, and drunkards, of course. Of course. Care to join the ranks of the undead, Seaman Andrews? Captain will have my hide if he finds out, Mick. Ah, I'm not going to tell him. Are you? Damned queer weather. What's so strange about it? Uh, this fog. Came about out nowhere as far as I can. Thickest I ever seen. <laughs> Someone's never been to London. And counts himself lucky he hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Damned queer. <coughs> what in God's name is that? Mother of... Man overboard! Man overboard! He's slipping under! Someone get help! Or he can be that darn fool who jumps in before you sink what? <sighs> Ladsman McKay, what is the meaning of this? Oh, uh, Captain, I, uh, it's a... Uh... Calamity and damnation. What's Andrews doing in the water on a night like this? Oh, uh, y- yes, well, there's, uh, uh, we saw, uh... Good heavens! Who has he got there? Man overboard! Man overboard! Don't just stand there, man. Throw him a line! Aye, aye, aye sir. Andrew, grab hold! Got it! Hurry! Nick, go and fetch the surgeon to my cabin. Now! Uh, I, sir! <sighs> Bulls Wayne Andrews, what in the name of sanity was running through that fool head of yours to make you leap overboard after this man? <coughs> I really wish I knew, sir. Honest, I do. <coughs> easy, easy, man. Try to breathe slowly. Where am I? You're on board the snow. Tiger. I'm her captain. You're safe now. Where is she? Where is who? Where is she? Who? 
Anne, Bonnie, damnation. Tell me where she is. Bonnie? Bonnie's dead, and all her foul brood, and good riddance as well. No. No, she's not. Careful watches! Oh. Ed. Sorry, Captain. God's sake. Just get him into the chair without further incident, would you? Yes, Doctor. Captain, may I trouble you for a glass of brandy? Doctor, what have I told you about your drinking while you... Not for me! For him! Oh, right. Here we are, my good man. Get that in you, quick as you like. <coughs> ah, there we are. You'll be all right in just a minute. <clears throat> I doubt that. You'll find there's little that ails mortal man that isn't remedied by a good swig of brandy. Well, here's to English medicine, then. Here, here. Doctor. Oh, my kids. What was that, landsman, McKay? I said. Uh, he just said, let's get going, is all, sir. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. That isn't what I heard. But you best get back to your duties in any case. Dismissed. Thank you, sir. You know that's not what I said. Well, I'd prefer not to get the lash again for what your drunken Scots tongue decided. <sighs> you just can't get dependable deckhands these days, can you? Not for the life of me. Or them. And not for the lack of trying. I thought you had the look of command about you. Royal Navy. Uh, privateer. Pirate hunter. S same as you. How did you know that? The Tiger? I don't think there's anyone in the Caribbean who doesn't know that name by now, or the name of her captain. Trust me, I'm hardly looking for infamy. I just do my job as best I can. Capturing Calico Jack, Mary Reed, and Anne Bonny in one fell swoop? I'd say that's more than your duty, Captain. I'm afraid you have me at disadvantage then, sir. I don't know your name, for one thing. Barrett. Captain Eli Barrett of the Corps, sir. Ah, oh, now that's a fine little cutter. I've seen it at Kingstown Port more than once. Beautiful lines. Was. Beg your pardon. She was a fine little cutter. Now she's a fine little wreck. Courtesy of our mutual friend, Anne Bonny. Doctor, I think your patient will be fine without you from here on. Oh, quite right, Captain. Call me immediately if his condition worsens. That I shall. Captain Barrett, I'm not sure how to tell you this, but you seem to be laboring under some false perception. And Bonnie, the pirate, is 
dead. And I must emphatically repeat that she is not. I suggest you explain your meaning, Captain Barrett. It's something of a, a long story. Then I suspect it will be something of a long night for both of us. What was that you told the doctor about drinking on duty? Privilege of command and necessity of duty, Captain. Begin. Very well. It was the evening of June the 12th, 1721. The Corsa had been hired to undertake a pursuit of the pirate Anne Bonny and her crew. I'm sure you're familiar with what happened at her trial. Of course. She and Mary Ree pleaded their bellies to delay their sentence until they were delivered. Yeah, so it was, and so she did, a scant few days earlier. It was a hard birth, and in the chaos, three members of Rackham's crew, who'd also escaped the noose, were able to sneak her out of the prison. They reached the docks in the dead of night and seized a sloop of war called the Morgan, belonging to Governor Law's personal contingent, and sailed into a heavy squall off the coast of Kingstown. Not wanting the humiliation of allowing Bonnie to escape, Governor Laws commissioned the cutter to hunt the Morgan and recapture Bonnie. But Governor Law... Please, this story will seem strange, but I ask only that you listen and accept it as I tell it. Can you do as much? As you wish. We pursued Bonnie along the course she was last seen, south by east out of Jamaica towards Trinidad. We were not ten days at sea when a storm blew up faster and fiercer than any I'd seen in all my years. The waves broke over the side of the ship, and we were only hoping to stay afloat when my first mate cried out, Captain! What is it? Sail! Sail off the larboard bow! Sloop of war fly in no colors. What? It's the Morgan. Down! There you are, Bonnie. Master Sanderson, beat your quarters. Run out the long irons and man the swivels in the fighting top. Sir? That's an order, Master Sanderson. But the storm is... What? Afraid of a little rain, man? <laughs> beat your quarters. Look lively, man. You're not getting away this time, Bonnie. Ready to fire, sir. Hold fast. Hold fast, lads. Just a little closer. Captain. Just a little closer, my bonnie lass. Just a little. Fire! We hit her powder magazine, sir. She's disabled. Gunnery crews, reload and prepare to... Captain. They hit the farmast. It's... Master Sanderson, get the man below to patch those holes right away. First Mate Sanderson, when I speak, I expect you to... Oh, God. What? Brace. Brace! Ah!
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Oh. Oh, God above. Where? Where in God's name am I? Who the hell are you? Answer me, or I'll find out by the color of your guts once I've spilled them on the sand. And Bonnie, as I live and breathe. You may not for much longer if you're the one who sunk my ship. Aye. But since you sunk mine, I'd say all's fair. Hold! Hold, let me speak! I, I don't wish to harm you. <laughs> then you're a bigger fool than I already thought. You're disarmed, Bonnie. You're beaten. Surrender. No more of that, my Bonnie lass. Hey, let me go, you bloody leecher. I'll not be... Is this your knife? Hoping to stab me in the back with this later, eh? The thought across my mind, I... Go get your sword. What? Get your sword and bring it here. Hilt first. <sighs> Don't have any idea what godforsaken rock you've stranded us on, do you? Oh, forgive me if I couldn't shipwreck myself anywhere nicer. And no, I don't. Did anyone else make it ashore? No. Well, no one living, that is. What do you mean? (laughs) Look to the waves, Captain. (gasps) What did you see? A dozen sailors. My crew. Hers floating dead just off the shoreline, and the courser like a rotting corpse with ribs exposed, aground on a shawl a little ways off. God preserve us. Trust me, Barnett. God had little to do with what happened there. Where were you? An island off the coast of New Granada, I, I believe. It was the nearest land to where the storm blew up at any rate. Were there any other survivors? None but myself and Bonnie. We searched through the remaining daylight for food and water, finding nothing but coconuts both. I gathered what we could carry and then made camp in a little clearing in the trees near the shoreline. Bonnie, of course, was none too pleased with the accommodations. Are the ropes really necessary? Trust me, I won't... (laughs) Oh, 
I do trust you. I trust you'll wait until I'm asleep to cut out my heart and feed it to the crabs. And that's about all the trust you deserve. What if I gave you my word as a pirate? Oh, bloody pirates. Wait a moment. Don't I know you from somewhere? If you do, you best keep it to yourself. God's knows. I know I've seen you by another fire, muttering to yourself. Huh. Done much pirating in your time. None that I'm proud of. God! Eli Barrett! <sighs> Eli Barrett it is! Oh, it has to be! Think it if you must. And it's Captain Barrett to you, in any case. I thought you were still on Nassau when Rogers landed. Indeed I was. Best turn I could have hoped for. You were? And now you're... Ah. So it's true, then. You and Hornigold took pardons and turned hunter. Some of us were smart enough to take what the Crown offered rather than stealing it. Learn that from your late husband. Rackham was my husband, fool. Oh, right. And I'm sure a marriage by the pirate Calico Jack will hold up under common law about as well as the Pirates' Republic did under British cannons. Ah! What, uh, what is it? Something bit me! What? Where? I, I don't see anything. It's right! <laughs> Bloody my dear traitor! You keep a civil tongue, or I'll be forced <laughs> to gag you. Oh, I bet you will. You'll find me a bit harder to silence than your own bloody conscience. I won't be scolded on matters of conscience by a murderous, thieving adulteress. <laughs> At least I never pretended to be anything I wasn't, Barrett. Can you say the same? Did, did you hear that? I'm afraid I did. Oh, Mother of God. Cut me loose? Not a chance in hell. Oh, you'll have better luck with two than one against that thing. Oh, I'll leave you to the beast before I see you free again. Body fool. Huh. Wet powder. Shame. Bonnie. For, for God's sake, Bonnie, help me. Oi. Beastie, how'd you like the taste of pirate steel, eh? No better than English steel, it seems. I wonder how it tastes to you. Put that fool thing away, Bonnie, before I... <laughs> before you what, eh? Your sword stuck fast in the old cat carcass. Quit acting the fool, Bonnie. When we're rescued... <laughs> when we're rescued? Who's looking for us? Your friends? Mine? Last I checked, neither of us have over many left in this living world. Bonnie? I I I'm warning you. I find it's best not to make idle threats with a sword to my throat. It's just you and me on this island, Captain Barrett. I suggest you do as I say if you wish your worthless life to continue. She took you prisoner? Only by luck. And a good measure of treachery. I suspect she wished me dead, but needed me for a bargaining chip if a ship of the line ever did happen upon that accursed isle. Hmm. Much the same reason you wanted to keep her alive, I suppose. I beg pardon? Law's commission was to return Bonnie to Kingstown alive. You could hardly return with a corpse and expect him to grant you a new ship, could you? 
well, no. I suppose I couldn't. Days passed beneath the merciless sun, each worse than the last. We ate off the tiger for as long as we could, with its brothers always watching from the woods. Eventually, we all but exhausted the supply of coconuts near the beach. Desperate thirst forced us to move inland in search of spring. I was only ever untied when it came time to move camp. Oh, for God's sake, Barrett, stop complaining. You'd think I left you tied up day and night for a fortnight the way you hobbled. You did tie me up. Only on the watches when I did sleep, and I didn't take nearly enough of those. See that ridge up ahead? The one circling the peak? I, I, I see it. There's a crack in the rock a little ways up. Maybe a cave we can shelter in for the night. Or it might be a goodly height from which to fall and break our necks. You have a better notion, Captain. Aye. Turn back and wait at the shore for rescue. We need water, Barrett. And how many times need I tell you that there is no one coming to save us? Always ever once more. No one is coming. I don't believe you, as ever. Stubborn English fool. Lying Irish whore. Ow! What was that? The flat of my cutlass, Barrett. Unless you wish to feel the sharp of it, I suggest you keep quiet. How about you give me back my sword and we see who feels the sharp first, eh? What? Um, what? I, I was... I was just... Wait. Wait! Okay, okay, I get it, you... Bonnie, please! Give me one reason I shouldn't spill your worthless blood for everyone in Nassau who died because of her treachery. Give me one. Your mercy, Bonnie. Mercy. You must have known a different hand, Bonnie. Get your sword, Barrett. What? Your sword, now. Oh, shit. When I say run, make for the ridge, we may be able to fight them off if we reach that cave. May? Just run! (laughs) There's the cave, hurry! What? They're right. What is it? This, this isn't a cave. It's a mine. What? There's a brace here. Someone carved these tunnels. Hey, help me knock it down. Are you mad? Man, we'll be trapped in here. Better than being eaten alive by them. Eli, wait. Get away from the. Bonnie, are you are you still there? Where are you? I don't know. I can't <sighs> see you. Count yourself lucky I can't bear it. Otherwise, I'd run you through right now. And what for? I saved us. You buried us alive with no food or water to speak of. I'd hardly call that saving. Thank you would be the proper response, you ungrateful pirate. Oh, I thank you for sealing us into a cold, dark grave to suffocate in one another's stench. Oh, that's enough, Barrett. I take your meaning. Oh, yes, I I, I suppose you do. How long were you trapped in that tunnel? Impossible to say in the dark. It could have been an hour, it could have been half the day. 
damned foolish thing for her to do. Um, yes. I, I suppose it was. After a long time in silence, I started to notice something odd. Do you feel that? Feel what? I think I just felt a draft. Typical woman to fret about the cold. I, I think we've bigger concerns. Trust me, Barrett. If I was worried about that, I'd cut you down the middle and wear your skin for an overcoat. Though something tells me your cold heart would make it useless even for that. Draw as ever, Bonnie. I repeat, as before, there is a draft in this cave. And what does that mean? It means that the air is coming from somewhere and going to somewhere. Or, to put it plainly... There's another way out. Follow close behind me. Would you care not to breathe quite so loud, Barrett? What? Am I breathing wrong now? (sighs) That's what you sound like. Bloody Irish woman. I can still hear you. Bloody Still hear you. What's that? Well, it sounds like a waterfall pad. I... Oh, I think I can see a light! Oh, I see it too. Come on! Barrett, wait! What? <laughs> Barrett! Hold on, hold on. I've got you. <laughs> Thank you kindly, Anne. Don't mention it. That would, that would have been quite a fall if not for... No, really. Never mention it. There's a path around this crevice that lights on the far side, this way. Where do you think we are? What? Uh, I, I don't know. On the other side of the island? You think we've gone all the way through the mountain by now? It's possible. Damn tricky telling how long we've been under for. <laughs> yes, it is that. Mary, mother of God. Is... Is is that... El Dorado? (laughs) Really, Captain? You expect me to believe you found the legendary city of gold on this barren island of yours? I told you the tale would sound strange to your ears, and you agreed only to listen, not to question. I... so I did. I can only tell you what my own disbelieving eyes saw. An ancient crumbling city, either made or gilded with solid, untarnished gold. It was hidden on three sides by a steep and narrow canyon, and on the other by a thick canopy of of trees growing above the river that passed out of a shallow bay. There was a heathen temple at the far end of the main road, which was paved with white marble and choked with living green moss. At the far end of the road, at the mouth of the river, was a a large shipyard full of strange alien warcraft of of elegant and unknown design. It was here that our steps led us almost immediately. Hurry up, Barrett! The light is failing! Would you... would you just look at this place? 
Even a common piece of masonry would fetch a, a king's ransom in London. You can be as rich as you like after we've checked these boats are seaworthy. Don't you don't you see what this place means, Bonnie? It won't mean anything if we can't escape it. What's a fortune worth with nowhere to spend today? Oh, uh, right. Damned odd ships. Where are the sails? I can't see any. But the the hull looks sturdy if if oddly formed. Think we can attach a mainsail to that whatever that thing is on the foredeck? Uh, look looks like a chimney. I don't see why not, so long as we can find the canvas for it. <gasps> you figure the people who lived here use bed sheets? Only one way to find out. We split up and searched the city, steeple to cellar. As it turned out, its long dead residents did use bedsheets, which we found by the dozens in their rotting homes. We also found strong leather string and needles forged of gold, along with strangely carved torches and candles which, with a little difficulty, we managed to light. In our excitement, neither of us noted the passage of time. We worked through the night, and once we'd stitched and hoisted the sail onto the strange ship's semi-mast, we looked up to see the moon, by then full, high in the night sky. Oh, gods, gods, it must be nearly midnight. So it must be. I suppose it would be rather foolhardy for us to try and sail out tonight, wouldn't it? Us? I? You and I? Oh. What, did you think you were just going to leave me here to rot, Barrett? No, I, I just... Need I remind you, you just saved your worth aside in that cave? Well, if you regret it so much, then why on God's earth did you do it? Or, or, or save me from the tiger for that matter? I, I guess, when it comes right down to it, I don't like seeing people die who aren't trying to kill me, good or ill. God's sake, I am too tired to be talking like this. I'm going to take this sheet and find somewhere to rest my bones for the night. I... quite right, too. Uh, Anne. I? Thank you again for... for everything. Thank you. Seemed the right thing to say at the time. God knows why. You let her charm you. That's why. Get inside that head of yours. Perhaps that's it. So, you parted ways with the lovely Miss Bonnie. Aye, that I did. She left the docks a while before I did, taking one of the torches with her. I watched it retreat down the lane, illuminating the white marble and golden walls until it vanished into a small house halfway between the temple and the docks. I chose to remain near the ship, sheltering in a hovel I presumed to be the late harbormaster's. The night rolled by apace, and yet I could not sleep. Something stirred in my mind and refused to settle. A memory of Anne's late husband. James Bonney. He was a pirate and a treacherous rapscallion. Not a man I'd trust farther than the nearest bar for certain. But 
taught me much about both piracy and life. He taught me how pirates think, what moves them and drives them, and pushes them into their outlaw lives. He taught me how to turn poor situations to opportunities, in spite any cost. And he taught me one thing above all else when he came into my home on that last night of free Nassau and tried to kill me in my sleep. Trust no man, or woman, and pirate, least of all. It will. Barrett, what if you, why? The same I did for your late husband. And for the same reason. I didn't trust him to keep his full mouth shut. After all, a secret fortune is only worth something if you're the only one who knows where to find it. How could you? Because, my bonny lass, when it comes down to it, you're a good person, and I am not. <laughs> what in God's name is... Rest you know, the moment she stabbed me, I found myself in the water beside your ship. I don't know what that witch Bonnie did, but I do know that she is alive and in possession of a man of war, along with enough gold to draw a hundred ships to her flag. We must find her before- Captain Bert, as fantastical as your story has been, I must repeat the point I made at first. And Bonnie and all her crew- are dead, regardless of whatever it is you saw and heard. That's only the official story, Barnett. I told you, she escaped, stole a ship. And Governor Laws wanted it kept quiet. I know. That's why he hired me to hunt her down. He... what? You don't really think you are the only ship dispatched, do you? The Morgan was the jewel of Law's fleet. He'll be rather disheartened when I tell him what's become of her. What? What are you talking about? <sighs> the squall Bonnie sailed into was far stronger than she anticipated. The Morgan capsized and sank in the storm with all hands lost. How do you know this? We followed her course out of Jamaica a few days after you did. We found her wreckage off the coast of Hispaniola, less than a hundred leagues out to sea. The Morgan. No mistake in it. First watch is ending. I'm best get aloft to make sure Mick's not drunk the entire supply of grog. Oh. Uh, right. Are you feeling quite well? Nay. I'll send the surgeon down in a minute to check on you. Have some more brandy. Aye.
What in the name of God is happening? Trust me, Barrett. God has little to do with what's happening here. <laughs> Whatever's the matter, my bonny lad. Weren't expecting to see me again, were you? You... You, you can't be here. You, you can't be here. Normally I'd be obliged to agree, but seeing as I am... Ugh, really? Brandy? Blimey gits. What are you? I thought that was fairly obvious. I'm Anne Bonnie. Anne Bonnie is dead. Drowned off the coast of Hispaniola. You really think so small a thing as death could stop the pirate Anne Bonnie? You are not Anne Bonnie. Really? I feel as she did. The bastard daughter of lawmen and serving women, disowned of her father and orphaned of her mother. A lover and fighter and warrior in a world that told her to cook and clean and care for children. Pah! A woman who loved the sea, and her crew, and her husbands, both to the measure that they loved her. All these memories are mine, Eli Barrett. And I am she. How? <laughs> that I know not. That bastard Barnett is right. I went down with a Morgan in that tempest. I don't know what I should have expected. The men I escaped with were the same ones too drunk to fight when we were taken prisoner. We struck a shoal any able seamen could have avoided, and the ship capsized before we could even reach the longboat. A piece of rigging wrapped around my ankle and began to pull me down into the depths. I tried to cut it loose, but my knife slipped from my hand, and then I heard it. Heard what? The voice. What voice? What makes you think I know that? <sighs> and the sea gave up the dead which were in it. And death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. That's... Revelations, isn't it? Is it? I was dying, that's all I knew. I was good as dead, and there was no salvation waiting for me on the other side. It made sure I knew that. The voice I heard. What? What, what did it say? Not much. That verse. A few other words... And the question. That's all that really matters, I suppose. <sighs> what would you do to save yourself? It asked. Anything, said I. What would you give to save yourself? It asked. Anything, I repeated in my mind. Who would you give to save yourself? What, what did you tell it? I told it. Everyone. Sail ahoy! Sloop of war! Fly in no colors! No! Landsman McKay! Speak to Carter! Fighter! No! Where's the captain? Where's the captain? Captain! Captain! Turn this ship about now! Turn about and fly! Andrew! Can you make her yet? Nay, sir. I can't see her clear through the fog. It's the Morgan! Bloody hell, why isn't anyone listening to me? Don't you get it, Barrett. They can't see either of us. Not unless I want them to. You're like me in that ship on the horizon now. Allure. Stop it. Stop it now. None of these men deserve to die. And I did. Absolutely. Even when I was lying asleep, no threat to you and willing to help you escape. A good person, as you put it. There is one truth, Eli Barrett, and one alone. We all get what's coming to us. It just takes a little longer to catch up with some people. I don't want to die. 
I'm not ready. Really? Well, in that case... What would you give to save yourself? Oh, I bid farewell to the port and the land And I paddle away from brave England's white sands to search for my long-ago forgotten friends To search for the place I hear all sailors end As the souls of the dead fill the space of my mind I'll search without sleeping till peace I can find I fear not the weather, I fear not the sea I remember the fallen, do they think of me? When their bones in the ocean forever will be Thank you for listening to this episode of Homestead on the Corner. Today's paranormal pirate tale was written and produced by Trevor Van Winkle and featured Sam Taylor as Andrew, Maurice Cooper as Captain Barnett, Jesse Steele as Eli Barrett, Jeff Romy as the surgeon, Michael Dostro as the first mate, and Virginia Spots as Anne Bonnie. As the souls of the dead fill the space of my ears, their laughter like children, their beckoning cheers. My heart longs to join them, sing songs of the sea. I remember the fallen, do they think of me? When their bones in the ocean forever will be. Original music for this story was composed by Jesse Hagen, the Homestead on the Corner theme was composed by Lauren Baker, and our closing song is Bones in the Ocean by The Longest Johns. If you enjoy the show, please consider sharing it with a friend or donating to our Patreon to help make big, ambitious audio stories like this possible. As the souls of the dead fill the space of my eyes And my boat listed over and tried to capsize I'm this far from drowning, this far from the sea I remember the living, do they think of me When my bones in the ocean forever will be Next episode, I'll be taking a look at world building from a story perspective, focusing on how to use it as a tool to craft your narrative. Be sure to subscribe on the podcast platform of your choice so you don't miss it. And please be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It really does help get this show out to more people. Well, that's about all for now. From the homestead on the corner, have a great day and keep writing. Until the darkness has gone. As the souls of the dead live for air in my mind As I live all the years that they left me behind I'll stay on the shore but still gaze at the sea I remember the fallen and they think of me For our souls in the ocean together will be I remember the fallen and they think of me For our souls in the ocean together will be
Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.